98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Senate approved stopgap spending measure to avoid shutdown. We have the story. Homicide suspect arrested after a standoff in southeast Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. The Keystone Pipeline is mostly reopened following its Kansas spill. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. It may feel pretty cold now, but a blast of Arctic air is arriving a week from today with temperatures in the low teens for the high. What can we expect today? Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. The Senate has passed a stopgap measure to avoid a government shutdown at least until December 23rd. The yeas are 71 and the nays are 19. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the motion to concur is agreed to. The latest extension goes to President Biden's desk to be signed into law. Lawmakers will now race to finish work on a full-year spending package before they head home for the holidays and a new Congress is sworn in. Sean Stewart of AAA Kansas tells KNSS News about 93% of holiday travelers in Kansas will be driving to their destinations. Stewart says AAA is predicting 3,000 roadside assistance calls in Kansas. We always recommend carrying a winter emergency kit with you in your vehicle, especially this time of year. Um, you know, anticipate what you would need to stay safe and warm if you have to wait for help for a while. Because if the weather is bad, you know, it's going to take emergency crews uh, time to, to get to you. Stewart says about 50,000 Kansans will fly to their destinations. AAA estimates nearly 113 million Americans will travel more than 50 miles from home during this holiday season. The operator of the Keystone Pipeline has reopened all of it except for a stretch in Kansas and northern Oklahoma. That includes the site of its rupture and spill. Canada-based TC Energy said in a statement Wednesday night that its system had restarted operations from Canada to southern Nebraska and from there to south-central Illinois. It also is operating the pipeline from northern Oklahoma to the Gulf Coast. The December 7th spill forced the company to shut down the Keystone system that dumped about 14,000 barrels of heavy crude oil into a Kansas creek in Washington County, about 150 miles northwest of Kansas City. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Police arrested a second suspect in a Wichita homicide after a standoff near Harry and Oliver. 31-year-old Saul Valenciana is a suspect in the death of 41-year-old Brent Boone, whose body was found earlier this month in Sumner County. Police say a Crime Stoppers tip led them to the suspect's vehicle near Harry and Bluffview. Officers gave chase, which ended with the vehicle hitting a power pole at Harry and Pinecrest. Officer Trevor Macy says the driver, who was not Valenciana, told officers where the suspect could be found. He is uh, uh, right now being transported to the investigations division where we'll do some more interviews. Um, but we'll be here for some time. After a standoff at a house on South Parkwood, negotiators were able to get Valenciana to peacefully surrender. No injuries are reported. An alleged accomplice in Boone's death, 19-year-old Taya Turner, has already made her first appearance and is being held on a $1 million bond for first-degree murder. The Senate needs a massive military defense bill and sending it to the president's desk. 
The U.S. Senate passes the $858 billion National Defense Authorization Act with an overwhelming bipartisan majority. On this vote, the yeas are 83, the nays are 11. The bill authorizes a 4.6 percent pay increase for military service members, directs more funding and military aid for Ukraine and Taiwan, and would do away with the military's COVID-19 vaccine mandate, a provision Republican lawmakers have pushed for. It passed the House in a 350 to 80 vote last week and heads to President Biden to sign into law just before the year-end deadline. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Another road game coming up for the Chiefs on Sunday, and we'll preview that one coming up in sports. The House Committee investigating the Capitol riot will hold its final meeting Monday. That story coming up, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. A merry little Christmas Let your heart be light The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now 7.08 Eight minutes past well, 7 o'clock on this Friday morning The House Committee investigating the Capitol riot will hold its final meeting Monday Wrapping up its year and a half long inquiry By asking the Justice Department to investigate potential crimes the committee of seven Democrats and two Republicans has interviewed more than a thousand witnesses, held nearly a dozen hearings, and collected millions of documents as it worked to create the most comprehensive record of the insurrection on January 6, 2021. Several federal bills addressing the social media app TikTok are making their way through Congress. Fox's Aisha Hosni has details from Capitol Hill. Senator Josh Hawley putting pressure on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi after she wouldn't commit to bringing his bill, which bans TikTok on government devices, to the House floor for a vote before the end of this Congress, despite Democrats supporting it, even passing it through the Senate Thursday night by unanimous consent. While Hawley's bill stalls, a separate but also bipartisan bill was just introduced to ban the popular app outright. Senator Marco Rubio and Representatives Mike Gallagher and Raja Krishnamurthy want to ban all transactions from any social media company in or under the influence of China, Russia, and several other foreign countries of concern. Several Republican-led states have already banned TikTok on government employees' phones. In California, the first in the nation task force has been studying potential reparations for descendants of slaves. Now, they're deliberating who's eligible for what. Fox's Jonathan Hunt reports. The reparations calculations are in their early stages, but there is a July 1st, 2023 deadline for the task force to deliver recommendations to the California legislature. And at a public meeting of the group this week, some California residents were quick to remind the panel of the basis for reparations. After slavery, white Americans frequently aided by the government maintained the badges of slavery by carrying, carrying out violence and intimidating against African Americans for decades. Now, economists hired by the task force are focusing on five issues. They are government taking of property, devaluation of black-owned businesses, housing discrimination and homelessness, mass incarceration and over-policing, and health. The group says no dollar amounts have been decided. The debate will continue. As if we don't have enough to worry about with COVID and flu cases in the United States, 
Now, health officials say they're concerned about kids and the bacteria that causes strep throat. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention looking into a possible spike in U.S. cases of infections among children caused by the bacteria known to lead to strep throat. Doctors say that bacteria can cause serious illness. The World Health Organization says there's been a spike in several European countries since September. The bacteria is transmitted when people cough or sneeze and others come in contact with respiratory droplets. The CDC says some symptoms to watch out for, sore throat, fever, and swollen lymph nodes in the front of the neck. Jill Nato, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7-11, 11 minutes at 7 o'clock. Taking a look at things in traffic right now. Well, it does look like those traffic volumes really are picking up quite a bit out there. Uh, starting to see some heavier traffic on the Wichita roadways. However, I can report that the traffic conditions are pretty good and not really seeing anything slowing down yet this morning. Gasoline prices in the Wichita area at the high end still two eighty nine a gallon, but easy to find lower prices. Including 269, spotted that near uh, 34th Street North and Woodlawn. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Good morning, Lucy. Hello, Lucy. Are you there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Lucy is not here. Okay. She's out checking the weather. Hello? There oh, she is. There she is. Hey. Okay. It disconnected on me. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, well, you're here now. That's good. Welcome. Yes. Yeah. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're good. Good. Nice. It is pretty chilly out there this morning, huh? It is. It's very chilly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I opened the door to let my dog go outside, and she refused to go out. So oh, no. That's, I think oh. that's a good indication nah. of how cold it is. Mm, darn. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And the dog won't Let's, go. <laughs> yep, that's never what you want to see. We're only really expecting to get into those mid to upper 30s this afternoon, and that's because our northerly winds keep pulling in the cold air, keep us on the chillier side. We do hold into the 20s for overnight lows tonight, so another cold night. But the good news is we get back closer to our average by Sunday, so closer to 45 degrees, which is an increase from what we saw today and we're going to see today. So at least a little bit warmer, but still on the cold side before more snow and colder temperatures arrive by next week. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that maybe Christmas Day is not going to be much fun. We have nine days till Christmas, nine days for us to change our mind. But it looks like it's going to be kind of kind of chilly on that Sunday, doesn't it? Yeah, we're expecting temperatures to be in those uh, upper teens, low 20s by the time we head towards next weekend. So definitely not the best. <laughs> All right. What do we got right now then, Lucy? Well, temperatures out the door at the moment are 26 degrees currently here in Wichita. We have winds out of the west at 14 miles per hour, but our wind chills, once we factor in the winds, have us feeling a lot more like 14 degrees as you head out this morning. So definitely bundle up and grab the coat, the jacket, the gloves, everything will be needed today. Hmm. I I realize now, Steve, that's why you send me outside. I'm like Lucy's dog. You just send me outside to see how cold it is. (laughs) But I like it exactly you, perfect. I like it when you bring the paper back in your teeth, though. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's a nice, nice touch. <laughs> All right, Lucy, thank you for that delightful forecast. That's his storm trackers we forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Seven fourteen here on Steve and Ted. Friday, December sixteenth, sunny, windy day across central Kansas. Thursday, Wichita's high temperature yesterday, thirty nine degrees. The normal high for the date, forty six. December sixteenth, Ted. What happened on this date in two thousand five? 
05, actor Terry Hatcher, remember her? I do. She won her libel suit against a British tabloid that printed a fake story claiming she neglected her daughter while having sex with men in a van outside her home, which is something a lot of television stars do, I guess. <laughs> she, won the, she won the suit. I don't, it doesn't say here how much she... Uh, I hope she got a lot of money. That's, that's money, yeah. Horrible. CBS uh, News correspondent Leslie Stahl, 81 years old today. Oh, my God. Still doing the 60 Minutes yeah, thing. She's, yeah. That's what all those 60 Minutes anchors do. They yeah. just they go into their mid to late 90s before they it seems like give up the job. I think, I think I saw that she started at 60 Minutes in 74. Good look. Ooh, she actually ooh. began her TV career in 1971, but Leslie is still around. She's one of the younger per- people on the 60 Minutes crew. No, no kidding. All right, an explanation. Uh, Ted, of course, has had a couple of days... Uh, at home, I'm going to say a couple of days off, but you've been you have been unable to work because your voice has been gone. Yeah, it's, I just had bad voice. Yeah, this it's week. creeping back. It's not 100 percent yet, but we're glad you're here. Better than it's been in three days. And uh, we just I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, fine sculpture. I'm putting something on Facebook right now about this on my Facebook, but I have a sculpture of a coiled rattlesnake. Right. And the base says, "Don't tread it's on the old, me." Don't tread on me, snake. Yeah. A it's... slogan from the Revolutionary War. This was my gag gift for our gift exchange yesterday here at uh, the Odyssey uh, Christmas party. And I put this in a... You didn't see it, I don't think. Did you see the box I brought uh, in? Uh, was that, I saw that big box. Great big was, that, was like that what that is? Three feet by three feet by three. It was huge. And it's kind of a gag. So Jerry Short, one of our salespeople, she decides, I'm going to see what's in here because she knew it was for me. And she found this and she really had that look of disappointment on How'd her face. How'd she know it was from you? Because I had a tag on there that said, from Santa Mac. Oh, okay. Or Mac Santa. Okay, okay. Yeah. So when, I, when it was my turn to have a gift, I opened something. I said, no, no, I'm going to take a gift. I'll take the snake back. And curiously enough, nobody else nobody wanted it. Nobody else this. wanted it. So. so there it is. Now it becomes part of the Steve and Ted folklore. We've got to have a name for it. Uh, I think a Brandon or Pete comes to mind, but uh, that's what that it's is. your snake, man. It is. How much did you spend uh, three figures on that? No. You see it? Oh, my. It's more than I thought it was. By the way, this uh, patriotic uh, symbol uh, made made in China, of course. Of course, as is everything in the world. 13 yeah. bucks. Bought it at the uh, Matfield Green. Matfield Green. Uh, on the way up to Topeka uh, several weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, we were going up there to see uh, our, our granddaughters cheer in the, Nash, or in the state cheering competition. So I brought that back and. I'm kind of proud of that. Had a good party yesterday. Kevin Stroud brought the chicken by from St- Kevin Stroud. His name is Kevin, Kevin Stroud. from Stroud. <laughs> yeah, Kevin from Stroud's. So we've got, uh, you know, had uh, potatoes and gravy, the green beans, uh, the, the rolls, everything. Yeah. And su- you missed it. Super sorry to miss out on Stroud's You're going to come meal. by. You're going to come by. Eh, yeah. I, I didn't want to get outside yesterday. Okay. <laughs> the, voice, the voice was kind of on the razor's edge. Yeah. Now, your gift got stolen by you. Mm-hmm. Uh, my gift, the one that I brought, actually got stolen by somebody that wanted it. So I was. What did you bring? I was the one that brought the uh, the the novelty sodas. Oh yeah, and Four the of- lollipop with the cricket inside it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what did you wind up with, Jed? Oh, uh, I wound up with a nice little coffee table book and a gift card. Wow. Yeah. Well done. You didn't get the steak though. I got steak. I, I had the I had the opportunity to get it if I wanted to. <laughs> All right. I, As did everybody in the building. I kind of declined. Yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody passed on my gift. Uh-huh. All right, 718. People here just do not appreciate ginchy, trendy art. See? Exactly. You know, when you're already, uh, you know, 
uh, our friend of the art museum, uh, Teresa. Teresa. She knows what an art aficionado I am. I'll bet you they would take this and put it on display down there at the art museum if I asked her. Mm. Mm. What do you think? A little light on it? I don't know. Maybe not. 719, Stephen said here. Trying to think what exhibition that would go into. <laughs> Tacky art. <laughs> Stephen said right here. Right next to a thing. dog playing poker. Things were, things were about to get Velvet rid of. Velvet Elvis. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's, do, uh, let's, let's find out about sports now. Ted Woodward is our sports person, and he's here today. So take it away, Ted. Yeah, we have the Kansas City Chiefs in action on Sunday afternoon, of course. It's the last of a stretch in which the Chiefs play three straight road games. This time, the Chiefs are heading down to... Houston to take on the bottom team in the league, the Houston Texans. Chiefs are in first place right now in their division, 10-3 and on the season. If the Chiefs win, this will be their seventh straight division title in the AFC wow. West. That is strange. And they are favored to do so. It would take a huge upset for them not to win on Sunday. The Chiefs, according to FanDuel, are a two-touchdown favorite in this one. And FanDuel expects this to be the highest-scoring game in the league on Sunday. All right, there you go. Mitch Holtis, of course, and the radio crew will begin their pregame coverage at 11 o'clock Sunday morning. The game will kick off at noon Sunday. And you can listen live right here on your Wichita radio home of the Chiefs, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And, of course, Mitch Holtis is our special live guest every Friday morning with Steve and Ted. And we'll get with Mitch less than an hour from now at about 8.10 this morning. We'll talk with Mitch live about the Chiefs and the Texans coming up on Sunday. We've got a lot of college men's basketball games uh, tomorrow Tomorrow, all around the state. Pretty interesting stuff. Uh, Kansas State will be going over to downtown Kansas City, Missouri, to the T-Mobile Center. K-State is off to a 9-1 start on the season. And the Wildcats will take on Nebraska. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tomorrow night up at the T-Mobile Center. K-State is 9-1 on the season on a three-game winning streak. KU will play in Lawrence tomorrow against uh, another top 15 team. Sixth-ranked Kansas hosting 14th-ranked Indiana. Indiana coming to Lawrence for only the fourth time ever. The Hoosiers are 8-2. KU is 9-1, undefeated on the home court this season. Live coverage of the Jayhawks begins at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. The game will tip off at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Listen live to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And tomorrow night, we have a big night in downtown Wichita as the Shockers play their annual game downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. The Shockers are hosting Oklahoma State. The Shockers and the Cowboys both have the same record, 6-4. and four. The Shockers have won three of their last four against the Pokes. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their pregame coverage at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. The game will tip off at 8 p.m. tomorrow downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. In the NBA last night, the Phoenix Suns go on the road and win in Los Angeles, beat the Clippers 111-95. Coming off the bench for the Suns, former Wichita State Shocker Landry Shamit. He had six points and four assists. Phoenix is in the number four spot in the Western Conference, although Phoenix had a five-game losing streak going until they finally won that game on the road last night over the Clippers. And that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 7.22 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. A shortage of employees is impeding hospitals' efforts to treat patients. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 
This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on a Friday morning. And a chilly 26 degrees. State lawmakers are hoping to introduce a medical marijuana bill in the coming Kansas legislative session. Thursday, a special committee held their final meeting on the bill. Chairman Senator Rob Olson says it could be slow to get to the floor as Senator uh, Senate President Ty Masterson says it's not a priority. I don't know where this is going to go. I mean, my interest is to have good legislation, good parameters, good guidelines, revenue for Kansas. States surrounding Kansas have already passed versions of medical marijuana reform. In Sedgwick County, ComCare has seen an increase of calls since the 988 National Suicide Hotline was put in place. Last November, they got a little more than 209 calls. Uh, That number increased to 291 calls last month. Crisis Center Program Manager Regina Hafner-Stout says they've added staff to handle the increase. We have seen a 225% increase in um, youth requiring psychiatric hospitalization admissions just locally within the Community Crisis Center. If you or someone you know is in crisis, the national hotline is 988. The local 24-7 number for ComCare is 316-660-7500. A 25-year veteran of the Kansas City Police Department has been chosen as the city's new police chief. The Board of Police Commissioners announced Thursday that Stacy Graves was chosen to lead the department. Graves, who is currently acting deputy chief, takes over a department facing several challenges, including a federal investigation into claims of racism against black officers, a whistleblower complaint over the department's handling of evidence and public record requests, and years of criticism from civil rights groups about the use of excessive force against black residents. Graves is the first woman to be named permanent chief in Kansas City. Two other women served as interim chiefs. President Biden is hosting a town hall today. The town hall will take place in the president's home state of Delaware. The White House says the president will speak in Newcastle with veterans at a National Guard Reserve Center named after his late son, Beau, to discuss benefits and services related to the PACT Act. The PACT Act was signed into law in August and expands VA health care and benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxins. The event is one of more than 90 events across the nation encouraging veterans to sign up for health care, get a screening for toxic exposure, and for those experiencing toxic exposure-related conditions to submit a claim. At the White House, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. There's been a settlement in Michigan between an engineering firm accused in the Flint water crisis and some affected families. The firm Lockwood, Andrews and Newman had been sued by the families for not doing more to convince Flint officials to treat contaminated water that became major news in 2014. Details of the settlement so far have not been publicly disclosed. The matter the family sued over focused on the water that affected only their children, not all Flint residents. Those same families still have an active suit against a second firm, Veolia North America, which they believe also failed to take action on Flint's water problems. That trial is set for February. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
Good morning. It is a chilly start to the day here in south-central Kansas. We can expect breezy conditions today, reaching 30 by noontime, 36 for the high later on this afternoon. Clear overnight, tarlow 22. Sunny on Saturday with a high near 40, and we may reach 45 degrees on Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a few clouds, 26 degrees, and we have a west wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 of the morning, 734, 987 and 1330 KNSS, Friday, December 16th, 2022. A uh, nuclear engineering student from the University of Wisconsin, Grace Stanky, played the violin and impressed the panel of judges with comments about nuclear energy to earn the crown of Miss America 2023. Uh, Miss New York, Taryn Delaney Smith, was crowned a first runner-up, while Miss Texas... Avery Bishop was named second runner-up. I'll tell you, when I was a kid, when I was a youngster growing up in this country, the Miss America pageant live on TV, usually I think on a Saturday night, was a don't miss. It was one of the touchstones of American culture for decades. That's right. And it's amazing how quickly it has gone from that to being completely irrelevant. Yeah, completely off the radar for most people. Um, I've known a a couple of women uh, just... Not very well, who competed in that competition. And even one of them who won, I think, went Miss Indiana. And uh, apparently it's quite a deal. It used to be a huge event that millions of people would tune into, and it would be circled on their calendar. Yeah. And it's it's just gone from that to being just nothing. Nothing, yeah. Where was it held? Is it back in Atlantic City or Uh, somewhere else these days? I didn't catch that part of it. (laughs) See? Well, what network was what, it on? I don't know. See, just, exactly. Uh, I don't know these answers I think I either. picked up the information from CNN's webpage is where I got the information because the Associated Press didn't have anything that I could find on it. So, you know, <laughs> it's off the radar. Miss America. Uh, okay, so we got a new Miss America, Grace Stanky. Um, and, and of course, what I liked is the, the host was such a hoot, Burt Parks. Was the host when I was growing up? He was just a quintessential host of an event like that. Had a great big mouth. What had he been? Some of band singer or something? I don't know. Yeah, he was was one of those guys that could do stage work and sing a little bit and Mm. hoof a little bit. And he got that gig and kept it for years. Great host, Bert Parks. There, he'd sing at the end. He'd sing there. He would sing the song at the end. Miss America serenade the new Miss America. Mm. She walked down the aisle. Okay. As inflation continues to climb, nearly two-thirds of Americans are living week to week, according to a new survey. A Lending Club report polled roughly 3,900 consumers with 63% claiming to live paycheck to paycheck. In other words, I guess they don't save any money or whatever. Or they can't. They can't. Everything costs so much. Yeah. By the time you pay rent and your power bill, and you're, you're pretty much done. And 47% of households earning at least $100,000 a year reported living paycheck to paycheck. You know, if you're making hundred grand a year and you can't put a little money, something's wrong, I think. But again, you're like, like I said, the inflation forces are something else. It's uh, also forcing Americans to lean on credit. Credit card balances are up 15%. Which is a huge problem. Over the last three months. And of course, we've gone into a, a buying season here as we get close to Christmas, too. But, uh, yeah, living paycheck to paycheck. No pad there. No buffer, I guess. 737, Stephen 10 in the morning. And uh, let's see, we've got Illuminations is coming up Saturday night at Botanica. Well, for you, it goes for on me. every night. For me, yeah. Yes, for you. 
That's what I'm saying. For me and my family, we're going to be there Saturday night and uh, hoping it won't be too cold. I, I, it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of wind, so maybe if we really bundle up and maybe get some hot chocolate, we'll be okay. There you go. <clears throat> Sounds like a plan. Uh, we've kind of made that a family tradition and, uh, that uh, I get most of the grandkids will be here. I think six out of seven will be uh, going through the, the eliminations. And, of course, for years and years, and not never need, I don't know if Marty – Marty Miller's even involved this year. You know, he's stepping down out there at uh, at Botanica. But that was something that he took over and just kept building and building it. It's like a lot of things at Botanica. Marty just Marty just grew the park. You know, it turned it from a little garden over there in in, in the Riverside. Yeah, area. just turned it into a, a, an attraction, that... you know, with things to do and a great place to have a wedding or a yeah, party. Yeah, I mean, you go back 15 years ago or so and, like, oh, yeah, it's a place where there's flowers. Yeah. Nobody really. And some of the the older ladies of Riverside will go over and plant the flowers and water them. Yeah, but but it's it's a, it's quite a it's deal. It's a great destination spot in this town. Another thing that uh, my friends and I have done is we've uh, used it for our, our high school reunions. I think at least three times now, uh, every five years. So yeah, it's a great place for a reunion. You've got a great big hall over there. Now they've got the the carousel. And by the way, if you go to Illuminations, uh, I don't even know if there are tickets available. You have to get on the have to do it online, but if you go, they, you can ride the carousel. But it's it's an extra three bucks a pop. But uh, if you've never ridden a carousel, which is it's awesome. I think it's kind of it's kind the old of Joyland. Car- it's the old Joyland joy merry-go-round. There it yeah. is. All right, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and again the Odyssey Christmas party yesterday. Uh, Strouds was the caterer, and Kevin uh, from Strouds, thank you for making our our uh, special day a little more special yet, and uh, kind of nice. Uh, I hung around. It was a little late in the day for Jad and me. We like to go home uh, about that time of day, but we hung around just to be part of the part of the camaraderie there, for yeah. as long as was necessary. Yes, yeah. and then as soon as everything is over, we bailed as quickly as possible. But that is correct. That's All exactly right. what happened. What do you got? The Miss America pageant. Oh yeah, I've done some research over there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It occurred. It occurred at, at the the Mohegan Sun Casino in Uncasville, Connecticut. Uncasville is now the home of the Miss America Miss pageant. America pageant. Yeah. yeah, this may be its final year there, so it'll be looking for a home. What you talking it in on this? Have you got anything on Miss Kansas? Of course, they do. The, I don't know. Every state does it, and, and the Miss Kansas was in Pratt forever, right? It still is. Is it still? Yep, it's still the, the, out there. And they would have the Miss Kansas. And the host person. was Laura Rutledge. I oh, do not yeah. know who Laura Rutledge Laura is. Laura Rutledge. No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay. You're just doing this all on your phone over there. Get the big computer out and see you. See you. Uh, give us a, some information on Burt Parks because a lot of people out there want to know what about Burt Parks. I just love that name, Burt Parks. I wish my name had been Burt. Huh? Miss Kansas was 21 year old Ayana. Miss Kansas is is 21 year old Ayana Hensley. She's from Dodge City. Well, good for her. And she's she dances. Exactly. There you go. Well, good for her. We, didn't we have a Miss Kansas on a couple of times on the Stephen yeah, sure we did. Over the years? I'm yeah. sure we have. One of them was uh, she was an archer or something. She liked yeah, to go she bow had a bow. Hunting. She was a hunter. She went bow hunting. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Miss Kansas. And then one of the most famous Miss Kansas, Kansas would have to be uh, uh, the woman who started in the searchers. Wasn't she a Miss Kansas? Uh, Vera Miles. Vera Miles. I think she was. Yeah, I think you're right. I think she was. Vera Miles. I think she finished in the top five. There you go. All right, uh, seven forty-one now. Stephen Ted in the morning. And just uh, Ted is back after a couple of days off. The voice has gone away, but it's gradually coming back. He has to be in full flower tomorrow night 
at Interest Bank Arena. Uh, Interest, yeah, Interest Bank Arena. When the Shockers take on Oklahoma State, did they play them last year? There, yeah, they won uh, at Stillwater last year. The Shockers Stillwater. beat them in Stillwater. But then they have they played at Interest be- before against Oklahoma. Who did? They, but I went Nolan, my grandson, and I went last year. Last year was K State. That's it. They lost. To, Kansas State won that game last year at Interest. Yeah, we had seats way up, <laughs> way up there. But it's a it is a good place to watch a game or anything else. Yeah, it's it's cool thing that the Shockers play down there once a year, and it's it's nice. And Saturday night, of course, Ted will be doing the PA announcing, so we look forward to that. Hey, uh, this afternoon at about noon hour, I'm going to be at Taco Bell, oh, Kellogg yeah. and Greenwich Road. I'll have ninety eight dollars in a little envelope there. How about that? And at random, we'll pick somebody coming through the drive through, and I'll lean out the window and say, "Hey, how'd you like some free money?" Nobody's turned us down yet. No, they haven't. And they usually get real excited about it. And it's just a great way for Taco Bell to uh, show how much they appreciate their customers here at this most wonderful time of the year. How about that? 7.42 now, Steve and Ted. Hey, coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Passenger numbers looking good at Eisenhower Airport. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. Monocats here on KNSS. Three big things. Three. AAA predicts nearly 113 million Americans will travel over the holidays. 50,000 Kansans will fly to their destinations. Two. Operator reopens most of the Keystone pipeline after his spill pollutes a creek in northeast Kansas. One. Senate approves stopgap spending measure to avoid government shutdown. A few more days to nail down a full year's spending package. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Things in traffic going well so far this morning. Gasoline prices still got a wide variety of prices out there at the high end, two eighty nine a gallon. But I'm actually seeing that same retailer in places <laughs> around town lower prices than that. Lowest I've seen out there so far this morning. Uh, 269, spot of 269 at Grand and Meridian in Hayesville. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. Sunny, breezy, and cool today with a high of 37 degrees. Clear and cold tonight, the overnight low 20. Saturday, sunny with a high of 40 degrees. Right now we've got a few clouds, 26 degrees, uh, and a west wind gusting to 23 miles per hour. The Monarch in historic Delano featuring seasonal handcrafted cocktails, perfect for the holiday season. Hot toddy. Menu and info online at monarchwichita.com. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It was the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring. Not even John Whitmer's mouth. Ha! <laughs> John Whitmer with us this morning. He has a a radio program right here on KNSS. Sunday nights at 7 o'clock. It's a don't miss radio show. And this weekend, you're going to have what are you going to have this weekend, John? We uh, we've got a good good uh, lineup this weekend. Actually, former Pennsylvania senator, uh, presidential candidate, and all around nice guy, Rick Santorum. 
has been enjoying this. I don't know if you saw the Wichita Eagle ran uh, an editorial not too long ago on the Convention of States, and it's been an issue that's been tried even when I was in the legislature. Kansas tried to pass a resolution calling for a convention. Well, Rick Santorum has been one of those who's been advocating for a convention of states for years. So I reached out to the senator and asked if he'd come on the show, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the convention, what it means, what the potential is, how difficult it is, answer some of those questions. And I think that that'll be a good conversation. I think folks will be find that fascinating. And you've got, of course, uh, coming up in just a couple, couple three weeks, uh, the legislative session will be back in Topeka opening up again, right? Yep. The 2023 session starts the second week of January. And Wichita, you know, we're going to be very well represented. Not only, obviously, Ty Masterson has been the president of the Senate, but now the Speaker of the House is uh, represented uh, is now representative Dan Hawkins. And so we'll have him on the show and get a preview of what his legislative agenda is, um, kind of what he thinks. It's, you know, we still have divided government. Laura Kelly is still governor, unfortunately. And so we'll, we'll get a feel for what he thinks they can accomplish and, and what, uh, what his legislative agenda is as they kick off the next session starting in, in just a few weeks. All right, so and then a week from uh, Sunday is uh, Christmas. Uh, are you going to have a show on Christmas here on KNSS? No, both okay. both uh, Christmas and New Year's actually are Sundays. So yeah. what we've done is we're going to run some best ofs. You know, we're, we're going on our fifth year now. And so we've kind of gone back into the archives, and we're going to run some of the ar- the interviews that go all the way back and some – you know, fun interviews that we did with people going back to, you know, the first days when I first came on the air. Yeah, how about that? Great interviews. Yeah. So uh, we're going we're gonna to run best of episodes for both Christmas and New Year's. And okay. we hope everyone will tune in, listen to yeah. some of those, the great hits, shall we say. Yeah, Tony Deucing's been producing it. I understand he told me the other day. Boy, it's hard to find anything good here, you know. <laughs> well, you know, it's not. I haven't been on as long as you guys have. No, I'm, I'm, te- <laughs> I'm teasing. It should be a great show. It's going to be a lot of fun looking back like that. Will be. All right. It will be. John, have a good show. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Yes, likewise. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you guys both. I don't see you before then. And we'll kick. Uh, we'll be back after the first of the year for sure. All be right, good. John, John Whipper Show, Sunday night at 7 right here on KNSS. And uh, taking a look at some business news this morning on Wall Street Thursday, the worst day of three months. A major sell-off on Wall Street as all three major averages turn negative for the week. The Dow off 764 points, the S&P 500 down 99, the Nasdaq off by 360. Investor concerns over the Fed's signal that it will continue to raise interest rates spiking as retail sales came in below expectations for November, down six-tenths of a percent. Worries are building that the Fed's aggressive rate hikes will throw the economy into recession. The Bank of England and the European Central Bank raising rates today. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. And let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Wichita Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport hitting the end of the year on a continued upswing, according to data released by the Wichita Airport Authority. Ridership at the airport in October was up 17% year over year. WAA data showing more than 144,000 people flew in and out of the airport in October. 
including more than 72,000 outbound passengers, and that put the airport at 87% of 2019's record ridership heading into the final two months of the year this year. The total passenger count through the first 10 months of the year, 1.27 million people. That's up 22.5% year over year. Also notable, nearly a 105% increase year over year in local general aviation activity. Those are flights originating and ending in the local airspace. Even though Art and Betty Wood were not graduates of Wichita State University, they provided more than three decades of financial support to the institution's fine arts programs. That support has now continued in a large way as WSU announced Thursday that the couple's estate has given $1 million to the university's Music Associates Endowed Fund. Art Wood, who served as a member, including a term as chair, of the Music Associates Board of Directors, died in 2016. Betty Wood died in March of this year. That's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS Friday morning, and uh, today is Stupid Toy Day. Mr. Potato Head, Beanie Babies. Mr. Potato Head's not stupid. Pet Rock. What do you do with it? <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> it's in the Toy Hall of Fame. Well, that's, you know, it's a toy. It's in the Toy Story movies. It's uh, comical to think about uh, the purpose of these toys, but uh, we're all, we all played with Why them. Why do toys yeah. have to have a purpose? I don't know. It's something you play with. That's Adults, you know, have a way of looking at things. How about, you know, if you talk about uh, stupid toys, so I'll tell you a stupid toy. Slinky. There's a stupid toy. What can you do with Slinky except let it go down the stairs? Right? Slinky. Think about it. It's fun for a girl and a boy. <laughs> how about how about Etch-A-Sketch? Did you ever Classic. Oh, you ever love the Etch-A-Sketch. hate the Etch-A-Sketch. Could you make anything with that? Get the you, can knob. Do, you can make whatever you want to make with yeah, it. I, but no, you, nobody will know what it is because the line's all going funny. You have two dials. Yeah. And there's some sort of sand in there. Yeah. And the line goes in this uh-huh. way. And that, yeah. Classic. You like Etch-A-Sketch, huh? Mm. What do you think is a stupid toy? Though? Back in the day when mm. we... Uh, Electric football. Oh, yeah, I'll, agree, I'll agree with you. Oh, that may be the word. stupidest thing ever. Yes, that is the stupidest. That's a good one, Jim. No, that has got to be the stupidest toy ever, electric football. Back in the day in college, we would, in a deal where we had to pass time, we would have somebody get on the Etch-A-Sketch with their eyes closed for 60 seconds and just do something at random. Yeah. And then it was a piece of art at the end of it, and we would come up with a name for that piece of art. Wow. Well, that sounds like fun. And that huh? was a blast. Yeah. But you know that for those who have never seen the electric football game, it's a little metal football field. It's not, yeah. And you've got these little guys, little plastic, little plastic football guys, players, and you line them up, and then you turn on the the, the electricity, yeah, and, it and the vibrates. board vibrates, and, and all these things do all the plastic players. It just go in funny directions. It's it's a worst toy ever. Electric football. You, yeah, you turn it on the first time and it's it's pretty stupid. And then you go, no, oh, maybe I didn't do that right. And you do it the second time, you're like, yeah, I did it right. It is stupid. Yeah. This, is, wonder, this is awful. I wonder how many of those got thrown into trash or in somebody's attic. Electric football. All right, guys. Steve and Ted this morning. And coming up at the 8 o'clock hour, stay with us. We have more information for you. Got the latest on the holiday travel predictions from AAA. Ted has sports coming up with a special guest. Right of course, there. our weekly visit with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mitch coming up. 
in about 15 minutes. Plus entertainment news, the blur is on the way. Yeah, we'll get you your entertainment news heading into the weekend. The blur at 835 this morning. And we have traffic and weekend weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. <laughs> 